So I actually put a sign out the front and said, toilet this way. So I'd have the people using the park come into the display home and then I'd give them stuff to give to their friends and family to move into the area. And then they would come and chat with me. So welcome to Startup West, the podcast about startups who have been there and done it or are right here and doing it in sunny Western Australia. My name is Danelle Cross. And I'm Charlie Gunningham. And don't forget to subscribe on your favourite pod platform to Startup West and also check out our new website, startupwest.com.au. Today we have the amazing Callum Ashton, or Ash as he's known, creator of Builders WA and also the new prop tech hub in the city, which is the home of all WA prop techs. Hi, Ash, and welcome to Startup West. It is fantastic to have you here. Holy dooly, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Holy dooly, I haven't heard that for a while. Uh, <laughs> so can you briefly tell us about Builders WA? All right, so Builders WA is a builder broker. We work with over 50 builders in WA, uh, over 20 land developers and a couple of finance brokers and it's our goal to help people build their new home. The traditional way is to go to the display village, talk to a bunch of uh, builder reps and then have to sort of navigate through that process. Unlike that, they can come to us um, and then we help them choose the best builder. Kind of like a a mortgage broker for lenders, we're a a builder broker for, for builders. Cool. How long have you been running that? Mm. We had the annual anniversary this year. So right. yes, yeah, so it was been it's been full on. Kirsty and I had a couple of nights here. We went to Fraser's to celebrate. <laughs> uh, Quay for the Your hotel. Fiance? Yes. So she keeps me pretty busy and super supportive. (laughs) Excellent. Um, We actually, when we were sort of deciding if we were going to do this, um, we're sitting out the front having a beer and a wine (laughs) and there was a job to work at Summit um, or to do this thing. And um, it was hard. It was a hard choice. Um, But no regrets. Very glad that. um, So just before COVID you started. Yeah. Yeah, just before just before COVID. So um, how it sort of started was I was on COVID checkpoints uh, in Army and sort of getting people through that. And then an old client called me up and said, look, could you, um, you know, could, could you help me build a, a home? Um, just before that, I left Impressions, which is part of the BGC group. Right. So I didn't have a builder, um, but Kate and Aaron, I said, look, I can find something and then I had to find a builder and then through that process of finding different builders, I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this. This Mm. is good. I'm not really a competitor um, per se. I'm just more of a helper and connector. Connector and enabler. Yeah. And who's your target market? Okay. So when people are looking at building a home, it's normally first home builders Mm -hmm. uh, or it's sort of the second home, third home, or it's new arrivals. Mm -hmm. With the borders closing, uh, that hasn't really been – um, too prevalent except people coming and returning back to Australia. So that's uh, definitely added to the pie. Um, but, yeah, real mix, mm. you know, from first-time um, buyers that have got a 2 250 budget to, to some that have got 1.5 budget. So we can work with builders in all of those scales. So mm. they've already got a plot of land or do you help them get the plot of land as well? So there's different stages. So if right. they if they don't even know how much they can borrow, we do a form. Right. Uh, then we help them know what their borrowing capacity is. Mm. From there, we know where they want to build. So then we can help them secure a land. Normally, it's um, uh, for a discount. Yeah. Uh, best discount on a lot so far has been twenty eight thousand dollars. So we're pretty good at what we do. Um, and then once they get the land. We ask them to send us a floor plan. 
send it off to the builders, get it priced, and then um, give so it back like to the client. So you're like a buyer's agency mm. for home builders. Mm. Exactly. People who want to build their own home. Exactly. Everything from mortgage to land to exactly. the home builder itself. The whole So process. you're everybody's friend. Yeah, well, and, right? and exactly. With um, these grants that were out, they were 20 and 25, um, uh, and prices right. were sort of going up, but um, not everyone could get the flooring or the painting or, or whatever. So mm. then we actually built a supplier uh, group so we could help people paint at the end or do landscaping at the end so we can get it done to where it's turnkey at the, the very, very finish. So the whole process we can do. And is that how you're navigating the current? So obviously there's a, sort of a shortage of builders, of bricklayers and things like that. Is that how by creating this community? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, like if you're honest with people and you tell them up front what, what you can do, um, I found that that works really well. Mm-hmm. And then they'll pick up the phone call, you know. And the business is you and, and Kirsty? So just me, um, but she tells me what to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, – I, I first came across you at, at Curtin Ignition a year ago, 2020, and um, bundles of energy, as as, ever, as as all the listeners can tell. Me? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No way. Huge amounts of energy. Everyone <laughs> says so. Um, hello, I'm Callum. Call me Ash. And, uh, <laughs> that doesn't w- make sense. Who does with a Z? Um, <laughs> first person to volunteer to get up and do a pitch Anything. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it was all very manual. And I think you came to Ignition to see, can I make this more technical? Can I add technology to it? Absolutely. Have have you managed to do that in the last year or is it still a manual process? The online process is is there so they can go to the website, they can do everything by filling out a form that Mm. then goes to a broker that then goes back to a form. So they don't actually have to talk to me. Um, Same with the land, they can do a land search and same with a builder search as well. So they can do all of that. I'm still trying to connect the dots so then they can do it. However, by um, setting up, the prop tech hub, I've seen a lot of innovation in that space, not just in Australia mm. but around the world. And I think there's people that are far closer to doing it than what I am. So rather than try and reinvent the wheel or spend millions of dollars developing this thing, which other companies have done, right. I'd rather just plug it in, you know. Yep. So when it's ready, we'll just plug it in and then we're really just going to be a, a marketing sort of thing rather than a, a techie IP developer. Right. And you thing. get paid by the home builder for giving them a lead that converts. Is that exactly. Right? You get paid some money Correct. by the finance broker, home or whatever. So the lender would normally pay the mortgage broker. So here the builder is paying the, the builder broker. The builder broker. Right, mm. gotcha, nice. Mm. So you went to Ignition with Builders WA and then you briefly mentioned the PropTech Hub. Yeah. How, how did that come about? So, yeah, yellow team at Ignition, fantastic uh, team. Best team. Still catching so up a year funny. later. We are. We're <laughs> regularly catching up at such a, a Disclosure, I was a mentor. He was in my team, <laughs> yes, the yellow team. Yes, best mentor, best team. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> and And, yeah, but it was quite funny. I, I did this pitch to Charlie and um, he, he was looking down at his notebook, didn't even listen, and then at the end lifted his head up and said, that's terrible. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> did I? Good. Sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was wanted to put a, a pizza on my pitch slides and no, no one no, liked that, that either. And <laughs> yeah, that I, was terrible. I really do some some funky stuff. <laughs> but through that, I got the invite <laughs> to go to West Tech Festival and mm-hmm. um, I said, all right, yeah, I'll go to that. And when I do things, I, I really go, you do. go hard. You were so all in on West Every Tech single event and I was hotel hopping through the whole you thing. Were. So I just had a hotel wherever the event was uh, and then finish off with a couple of nights in Rotto and – 
Kirsty got to experience the last back end of it. But on the Wednesday, um, there was some speakers and I just had this random weird idea that like people in my industry could come together in some sort of home mm. with innovation and there was no kind of co-working or space that did it. So there was like a, a piece of paper and a pen that I found and I was just mm. coming up with the idea. And then from there, Jeff Leach was one of the um, – uh, people on stage with others about talking about capital in Perth mm. and Charlie was sitting right next to me and said, you should catch up with him. Mm. You know, he's got some space. Maybe you could maybe – and this was just from written down and we're talking about it at the table. a few buildings in Perth. There's a few a buildings. <laughs> so the next morning – oh, and then I saw him that night in the after drinks but we didn't really chat. Then uh, the next morning in my DAX, in about seven o'clock, I wrote this email to his admin email thing and I was thinking, okay, I'm never going to hear everything. (laughs) And then at Rotto, I got this call and it was from his personal assistant and I had no idea who this was and she's like, can you come in next week? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can't really hear you because everybody's making heaps of news. Mm. And then she was like, and can you create a pitch of this this, um, property thing? And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm really going to have time. (laughs) But between then and then I did, I came up with a three page plan of how we were going to create this No pizzas thing. on it, I hope. No, it Good. was it excellent. Was, I right. you something. Something from yeah. yeah. Oh, actually in saying that I did create this dotted house with like <laughs> arrows of different ecosystems that we're going to bring together okay, good. Um, with our logos joint into it, like powered by JJ Leach Group, Builders W underneath it. So I was already getting our brand mm. sorted. But I go back to that original logo and I think, oh, that was so bad. <laughs> it was pretty obviously you must have impressed him uh, because yeah. he backed you into the PropTech Hub. Well, at, so uh, was it 110 William Street? From that meeting, we went and had a look at a few different building options. Right. Um, and I came across the one that we're at and I said, yeah, I re-, and, but it was with his son Christian. And we're sort of doing this thing together and um, – and yeah, and I saw this one. I was like, you know what, this one's probably nice the way building. to go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's good. And he was right like, right okay, in the cool. centre of Perth. By is that Murray Street Mall or Hay Street Mall? Right. Uh, Murray Street Mall. Murray Street Mall. And then yeah, on we, you can overlook the Underground Station. Right. So it's uh, right there, Perth Terrific. Underground Station. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Location. And it was that level, and then we've sort of gone into another level, and then we've got half of another level, and eventually that whole building is just going to be an gonna innovation be the building. Yeah, awesome. So, um, but yeah, the next day we did that. Then I had to go. Mm-hmm. Down south, I came back and it was on Christmas Eve that we shook hands hmm. and said, "Okay, let's let's do it." And then um, I asked Charlie and I said, "You know, what are some prop techs around?" He said, "These are some." So I got them all in with beer and pizza on the twenty first of January. And I remember coming to that. You were there. I was there. There yes. was about fourteen people, and I said, "Look, this is the idea. Who's in?" And eight said yes, and I said, "Okay, well that's enough. Let's go with it." Um, so eight committed to it. Um, As in they took space. Yeah, took took a desk, yeah. paid the money. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, that's that's our our enough to start getting some other bits and bobs in the space. And then we just kept growing from there. Mm. And I think you've discovered there are more and more prop techs around. Yeah, there's about coming out of the woodwork. They are, they? yeah. So sort of like it was 34, but then I've they're there, but I haven't put them on the list. So probably looking around 34 to 40 now in Perth, right? Um, which is great. And, but we've got another one from Adelaide coming over in December that's going to be doing their expansion here. 
taking some space and presenting at our end-of-year gala. Um, so a lot of the – and we're connecting with the prop techs over east um, and mm. actually even in Israel now, and they're looking at us as a possible place to expand to. So we're going to have like a prop tech abroad members mm. to, to sort right. of True. have more to it. And there's mm. a prop tech association with there Kylie is. Davis, Davis yep. over in east. You only got going like a year or a so A couple of years ago and then and did the first awards. This, yeah. Mm. And yep. Kylie Dillon is the WA representative. Rep for that, no. which is on our prop tech members committee. Yeah. Which is really good, mm. and there's yeah about six hundred or so now in Australia. It's funny because property is such a huge industry. Massive. I mean, the thing is nine trillion dollars if you add up all the residential property and commercial mm. property in Australia. It's like four times the size of the GDP yeah, of the whole country. It's the biggest it's massive, one in the right? yeah biggest industry. And I've always wondered. And I did write an article about you guys in business news, and the, and you know where are all the prop techs? Question yeah. mark, which yeah. had a double meaning. Like where are they? But they're actually a prop tech hub, right? It's, yeah. Where are they? They're here. There's they're a photo here. of you and Christian. Yep. But I, there were only really, I think I had a list. I, the list I gave you was only about 14 or 20. Yeah. No, I think it so was actually 19. Yeah, 19. Um, it's still a small number. Very when small. When you consider how big the property industry exactly. is. It's crazy. Where are the prop techs? Yeah. And some of them, you know, they're borderline prop techs as well. Right. So, you know, yeah, and there's just so many different aspects that, Prop techs can go into defence or they can go into commercial infrastructure, residential infrastructure, building, land development. So there's so many different uh, possibilities for prop techs to get into. Um, I'm hearing know. about more and more of them over east, you know, mm -hmm. since I've been running the Property Tribune, we have a tech tech area and there's, there's prop tech stories every day. Yep. Always coming out of Sydney and Melbourne, but I'm, yep. I'm just – where are they in WA? I, I mean, they're it, you're they're doing in your, your bit to help, which is great. You know, <laughs> they're in your facility. They are bless them. Yes. Now, tell us some of the things you've been doing. You've, okay. you've done mm. some awards. You've done. You've got some amazing sponsors. You've got Rewa and Pexa okay. and Commonwealth Bank. Yep. And so our foundation involved. partners are Rewa, um, BDO, Levan, and Sixty Five Bits. Our major sponsors are Move Homes, Combank, and Pexa, and yeah. we have um, oh, heaps of industry. Uh, members, Development WA, Domain, uh, Niche Living, heaps, you know, that mm. are my home, you know, that are really around it. Um, so it's great. So we're really connecting that innovation. We've got some of the industry having their problems in the intelligence report and then our innovators are going and solving them and they're commissioned work. So the startups are actually getting some some paid gigs. Oh, that's good. Um, to keep them going, mm. um, you know, and the, the tech talent shortage for our space, if the techies and innovators here or the entrepreneurs don't make it doing what they're doing, but there's industry there that are saying these are the problems, mm. jump into it, then if they do have hardship or end their business because it doesn't work out, the opportunities are right there and we can connect them to it and they're not mm. going to end up on the unemployment chain. You know, they can go straight into an opportunity. So we've got that support network for them, which is, yeah. I think, critical. And you've had like showcase events, you've had ministers yeah. down, Absolutely. Mayor. So our first event, our official launch, Sandra Brewer, uh, yeah. Chair of Property Council Property WA, Council, yeah. um, and Big Baz, the Mayor of the City of Perth, yeah. cut the ribbon, opened it up. Um, that was great. Great. We had eight prop techs present to an audience of about 100. And then from there we did the social housing and sustainability mm. showcase, so prop tech that are into that space. Um, some really good stuff, mm. you know, building materials that are in innovative. So it's not just like a web listing page. It, there's, there's, there's more, more to it and there's more scope. That was opened by Kath Hart from HIA. Mm. Um, 
and yeah, and then Sandra, San, the deputy mayor, Sandy Agney as well. Then there was the awards as well. Yeah, um, which was live great. feeds. I went to that. Was a great night. Yeah, live, live feeds, feeds around the country. Terrific. Yes. There was a live feed back into Perth and live feed to Brisbane. We could see Brisbane and yeah. Sydney. Awesome. All of them. They the could see us. They could. Yeah, if they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> and Volt, one of the locals, won Volt the national RE. award. Yes, you drew. Tom yes. Young's won a national award. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it was great. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so, what have been some of the challenges of building this community? Yeah, so. I don't think there has been one mm. at the moment. Oh, we're so lucky. Um, honestly, like everything that we're trying to do is just coming off. So touch mm. wood, literally, because, um, yeah, I, I was sort of thinking about that question and, um, yeah, there has not, not been, you know. like so like the timing was right. Yeah, yeah, it's just really worked out. Everything's There's going really well. There's a need for the community to be built. Yeah. Mm. Some people tell me to bugger off if I ask them the same question ten times. No, I don't want to be involved. Okay, well, I'll just ask you one more time. <laughs> I, just say, I just say yes. <laughs> it gets easier. Yeah, right, pest power, pest power. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So the next steps for both builders, WA and PropTech Hub. Okay. Um, so well, PropTech Hub has got its end of year. It's going to do a Monday sort of opening event at West Tech Festival this year, which awesome. is awesome. Yeah. Speed networking. So start the week off with doing it's like some sort of speed networking rotations. So from an idea at West Tech Fest, to later you're coming back that and part and of West doing Tech an event on the back for, of a yeah. napkin at West Tech Fest. It's fabulous. I yeah. love that. Full circle. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's good. Next year is is massive. There's some really big things. We're designing an accelerator program now. Mm-hmm. That'll be for real estate agents, land developers, builders, and suppliers to it. That'll be six weeks integrating innovation for them, working on entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship, um, which will lead on to the Compact pitch. And we had a lot of money this year for, for that in the room. Maybe the innovation capability wasn't there to put the deals together. Hopefully by next year, we can put some really big deals together for them. Um, so that's so that's something really good for the hub. This events next year are looking really good. We're doing a radio show, um, which will turn into a podcast, which will get um, the big influencers in our space on um, and integrating and, and meeting with the innovators as well, um, sharing some some of the big players in Perth, their stories. Um, yeah, and that's we came up with the idea maybe four weeks ago, um, and already our we have our. And major sponsors set for the whole five uh, seasons. For, so, wow! Yes, yeah, already, already done. Nicely done. So that's yeah. and you put together these amazing expos, which I went to one last yeah. Saturday. Yeah, that was that was your second one you've done at the Perth at Town the Hall. Perth Town Hall. It was like I got there just as it was opening. It was queuing out the door. Yeah, right? fabulous. Fourteen hundred and seventy-three people wow. in five hours, an average of two hundred ninety-four people per hour. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. massive. 100% growth since last year and that's what Builders WA does as well um, is the Home Builder Expos, the Perth one and the Southwest. Mm. Southwest is in Bunbury unless we do share it around the other towns but Bunbury is a good spot just because the builders are there. Mm. Right. Um, and that was great last year, 855. Oh, no, sorry, March this year, 855. So we, we are building and it's great to see our industry come together. Mm. It's really relevant. It's very different to a home show. This is really just finance land builders and suppliers to construction. And it's really, really focused on that. Um, that's great. And that's what we're sort of all about. And then we're doing the new home sales consultant courses. So guys that are looking to 
become sales reps into buildings at the display homes or inside the office, mm. we do a, a four-day course um, and get them into the builders. Because when I started at the display village, I went in for the interview on the Wednesday um, and then started on the Saturday. Wow. They, were thrown, they threw me the keys and I pretty much had no idea what I was <laughs> doing. <laughs> so, yeah, on this little box yeah. out on the land side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, put your signs up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come in, how much is this thing? Hang on, let me just look at the catalogue. <laughs> one page ahead of you. <laughs> pretty much. Hi, just jumping in here to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors. Without these, we would not be able to bring you this podcast or do what we do at Startup News either. So we want to thank Startup News who produced the Startup West podcast. Go there and subscribe, please. Spacecube Coworking Spaces, where we also record this pod down here at Riff in the city. The New Industries Fund, who give funding, advice and support all year round. Curtin University, who have been a long-time supporter of innovation entrepreneurs in WA. The City of Perth, where we also record this pod, also a great supporter of the tech scene. RSM, who came on board last year, and who helped many startups with R&D tax returns and other advice. Dinner Twist, a WA startup itself, who has actually been on the podcast and just wanted to help out. So please, if you bump into any of these organizations and the people that run them, say thanks and go use their services. That's the best way to say thanks. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, Ash, can we take you back now through your career, your schooling? Are you Perth born and raised? Perth born and raised. Um, Whereabouts? Subi, I was born and then I'm a Rocco boy. Rockingham. Yes. Right. So that's it. That's me. Marky um, Mark's territory. It is. Nice. Yes, I know. I'm just around <laughs> from his, his office actually. Right, okay. Yeah, they're dressing up in penguins the other day. Oh. Trying Were to protect they? the local penguin colony. Oh. Yes. So we have penguin islands. You do. Yes. I've been there. It's gorgeous. Oh, it is. Yes. No lovely. penguins on there apparently. And then Seal Island, heaps of seals there. Yeah, um, yeah it's beautiful. We do kayaking. Well, I went go to over Penguin there. Island. There were penguins there. Well, there what you, you go. Mean? There are no penguins well, there. Apparently, there's no penguins. So they start oh, to hence, go away. Okay. The, hence the dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things we happen in Rockingham. It's great. You know, it's I know you're fun. very entrepreneurial. I, I cannot count the number of um, businesses you've started, but mm. I think mm. you started working age 12 washing dishes or something in a rocking in your grandmother's and Nana's, shop. Yeah. Well, Nana, I so I call her Peewee. So that's just right. what, what I, yeah. Of course you do. I, yeah, I call her something yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she had a shop it was a cafe and I was doing dishes and for a day's labor, she would give me $50 and I was okay. wrapped with that's that. That's pretty good. I know. Yeah. Age 12 years Great old. Now. Yeah, mm. so I was loving that. I was normally doing one day a week and then sometimes after school. And then um, from there, mum worked at a Bambino's. It was an Italian restaurant and I love Italian. That's my favourite food. Mm. You know, if you look at me, you can tell why. <laughs> Pasta, you know, cheesy garlic bread, bottle of wine, maybe two. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the entree. <laughs> Just get going. <laughs> so, yeah, but I found myself in the back, so doing dishes again, and then right. I got a promotion. So that was where I was making the pizzas. Mm. Mm. Bruschettas, mm. yum. Salads, not so good. Yep. And I think you set your first business up age 18 in your bedroom. Well, yeah. So, as you do. Well, from 12, I was um, at school. You know, I was always, sure. I was the bloke with the poker set. And I used, yeah. yeah, and then I would have all these different coins and it was great because the parents would give these kids lunch money and then I would convert it and play it. Yeah, it was good. I had a very good side <laughs> hustle, yeah. 
that was great there. And then different things as well, like, um, yeah, all different bits and bobs. At school. Selling different yeah, stuff. Yeah, what was your favourite subject yeah, at school? Well, rugby. I was yeah. in the rugby program. Then yeah. I did a bit of sport um, in maths and all the other bits and bobs. I was just at the back doing the poker with other people. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't do too much. But I was a, yeah, I was a dropout at 15. Right. And then... I uh, did a TAFE, did a sport course, did a fitness course, which then um, a mate said, let's do it because I was finishing the sport and I didn't really know what to do. And then he said, let's do a fitness course. And I was like, okay, well, let's do that because I was just all in on rugby. So mm-hmm. at that point I was um, like U- in the – Union. Yeah, what well, league and union. So league and played union. state for league um, and then was in the Western Force Junior oh, Academy yeah. cool. um, built up to that. And that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I got mm. a, an offer to contract to go to New Jersey um, and, and play over there. But I thought, nope, I'm going to stay New here. Jersey in the States. Yeah, they got a league. Yeah, they've got wow. a bit of a team. It's starting like an up-and-coming thing over there. So I'd be doing clinics and um, part of the Worrell I was out um, as like a work experience and I was doing clinics at schools um, with them and then, yeah, doing different bits of like coaching assistance at our local club. And um, so, yeah, so I was like a fit to be able to go over there and then also be on the team. It sort of just lined up. It wasn't big bucks. It was just, you know, something different, do a year there, then go to Europe mm. for a couple of years and come back and maybe get into a good team. Um, right. That was sort of the pathway. But I sort of was looking at different things and the mate said, let's do fitness and let's do a fitness business. And we did that and then he moved on to, to something else and I was left with this fitness business. I said, okay, well, let's make a go with that. And then I had to think outside what the age you now? Well, now that was about 18, right. 19. Right, okay. Yeah. And that, yeah, 18, 19. And then I came up with this idea that we would have City of Rockingham versus City of Quinana and they did that. So it was like a derby once a year. Okay. Um, what, in rugby or? Derby. Yeah, like a fitness, fitness. derby. Fitness. Oh. So that derby. their staff would have to come and every staff member was a point to get in different um, like hours and then there'd be a trophy for the, the council that won it, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. It was Who all won? about Rockingham. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Rigged. It was designed Rigged. by them. Exactly. Rockingham. Exactly. <laughs> Quinn had no uh, chance. Uh, <laughs> I had to drive further too. <laughs> so maybe that was why. Maybe the unfair advantage. You were building communities uh, right back then, bless you. Exactly. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good fun. I, I love that. Um, yeah, and then just set up a few other little um, businesses, um, set up a charity to help young people, um, get fit and sort of look at things a bit differently. So oh, going great. to schools, we worked with over 1,000 year eight students. Um, mm. but gave, at first day, gave them a fitness program that they could do at home and we would teach them how to do the different exercises. So then over the, the 10 weeks, every um, over the 10 weeks, every week we would ask how they went and um, they would say, I've done the program once this week or twice or three times or whatever. And um, yeah, some people really got into it because they could learn how to do fitness at home without having to join a gym and um, like they could use water bottles as things. So we would bring in different things that would be mm. around the house and then they could do that. So that was really good fun. Um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, sort of I built all this stuff and it was it was great. I started selling different bits and bobs and I needed some time to figure out what was the next thing. I actually watched this movie called Jobs um, and it was about how this dude set up a, a tech company called Apple and I so loved Steve it. Jobs, yeah, right? uh, and I loved it and I thought, you know what, I could probably be a tech person. Yeah, I could be a tech mm-hmm. person. I could sell something like online and do that. So I wanted a bit of a break so I did a bit of travelling 
came back and then um, started doing that. But I didn't really know what exactly I, I had to do. Um, and that was when I joined Kern. I did a major in entrepreneurship, um, which gave me eight electives. And I did a whole bunch of things with that. And then um, different things in, in tech. And I tried, we, me and um, a mate, Brewski, we, yeah. uh, <laughs> we set up this app so you could play each other um, with on a basketball game and the idea is you put in a dollar, I put in a dollar and then whoever gets the highest score using their skill gets, we, the, two gets, gets the two bucks yeah. and we take a card out of that. And um, we got like every single bank we asked to be able to do, every payment, no one would give us the way to do it. And it was sort of a bit of back in the day before you could do it now with crypto. But there was this one bank in Nigeria. Oh, we yeah. Google searched mm. and we're like, no, they're going to take everyone's Don't money. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like Austria and there was like, I was talking into that and I was like, oh, this is not another little dodgy one. I don't really do this. Right. Um but yeah, and then the timing aligned really well. I always wanted to get into service. So um, I joined the army. Um, all my family, past seven generations, have been in defence. Mm. And it was the right time and, and I pursued that. Um, How long were you in the army for? Well, I've just, so August this year, I've just transferred to CERCAT 2, which means I don't have weekly commitments. And I can, I've got the next five years to be able to, to get back in if I want to. Right. It's just um, with everything going on at the moment, I just don't, couldn't really mm. balance it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a, a really condensed, uh, it's called an ATO program, um, which gets you fully qualified as a rifleman. I love that. Um, I did different support roles with SAS and I thought that was it. I, I just wanted to do that. But, mm. um, but yeah, sort of. The entrepreneurial uh, spirit. Y- yeah, yeah. I, I loved it, you and know. True. And then I was thinking, oh, maybe like, maybe I could have a defence business and then I looked into that and mm. applied all, and oh my, I was thinking I'm going to try and make something for the next 10 years and I'll get bored and it just won't happen. Right. Um, but yeah, through, um, through when I was actually applied for it and I didn't get curtain ignition, I got the, the can, I, well, not the, you have not been accepted email. And I was like, oh yeah, all right, bugger. <laughs> and then I was down actually at a SAS support role and, um, I got the email saying, we've got a space if you want to be in it. And I'm looking Damn. at it and I was thinking, oh, should I, should I not? I don't know. And then I was like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> and all then right. so originally it was a no and then it got a yes. It got into and a yes. And then look what's happened since. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Imagine crazy. if you didn't say yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> imagine, imagine. So, or if you hadn't offered him the place. Or if hadn't. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. I know, right? So, yeah, led me to Ignition, which was good. But before that, you must have been sitting there selling homes because you had that home building experience. Yes. That's what led to Builders, builders WA. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um Sally's was my first celebrations was right. my first celebration homes, yeah. Geek. Mm-hmm. Um so a roommate um said I made twenty grand this month and I was looking at him, I was like, I could be better than that. So I'll give it a go. That's mm, how I got started in it. And um yeah, and then it didn't really work out at Sally's, but Impressions offered me a gig, and I was like, okay, cool, this is this is good. It's part of the BGC thing, um, you know. Like, yeah, Mum um, was actually Len Buckridge's assistant back in the day. Oh right. So, and then my oh, grandfather man. worked um, at BGC as well. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was really kind of into BGC, um, given the keys and t- figured out how to do it. I set up. Um, weekends. So 
developers would come and sell their estates and then I'd match it with things and would have like a broker come in and do a seminar style thing. Huh. Um, so, yeah, and then that's so sort of what value. led. you yeah. yeah. To just being a normal salesperson yeah. stuck on a Yeah. So I always tried state. to be different, always had food mm. and beer and stuff where people could come in and just like have a good time and mm-hmm. get chatting, games in the backyard. It was never a boring display home. Right. You know? And then my manager always said, don't let people use the toilet. You know, right. but I was on a site in a, in a in a block. There was at the public park. Right. There was no like no toilet there. Yeah. So I actually put a sign out the front and said toilet this way. So I'd have the people using uh, the park come up. into the display home, and then I'd give them stuff to give to their friends and family to move into the area, and then they would come and chat with me. For a toilet. Go yeah. toilet. You know, it's not simple. <laughs> and then all the other reps were like, "Oh, don't don't do my toilet because I don't want to clean it." <laughs> I was like, I'll clean a toilet for seven grand. Fine. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. in. <laughs> it's a magnet. It's a magnet. Oh. Amazing. All right, we're going to have to finish with a rapid quick fire round. Yeah. It's been awesome talking to you. You could talk all day, Ash. It's great. <laughs> Your experiences are amazing and you've learned so much. Um, I'll kick off if you like. Uh, what's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? Sales. Yeah. Mm. And if you were to wave your magic wand over the local startup scene, what would you wish into being or perhaps wish away? Five different startup ecosystems that do not integrate in Perth. As in? That's what so you want to That's what I'd love. I'd love. At the moment it's very blended. I'd love there to be different pockets that don't really do anything and then people can go between different the different startup groups. Love more isolation and not more isolation, abs- not collaboration. No, Interesting. put people away from each other and make them compete. So then have your startup little blocks trying to compete against each other right. to be the best startup ecosystem. Okay. Competition's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who do you most admire in the local scene, either a company or a person? Jeff Leach, absolutely. Yeah. Most generous yeah. man. Nigel Satterley, he's a doer. He gets out to the display village and walks the pavement. I love doers. And John Kerry, the Minister for Housing. Excellent. How can anyone listening help you? They can't. <laughs> but if <laughs> I if I ever ask them to do something, normally it's a good deal. So give it a go. Ah, excellent <laughs> answer. And how do you get away from it all? How do you re- re- relax and refresh? Oh, it's hard. Because mm, you're a bundle of energy. So you've oh, got to. Yeah. I drive out to the country uh-huh. and I smell the air. It's always different Breathing. out there. It's yeah. beautiful. Agreed. Thank you so much, Ash. It's been an absolute pleasure to Mm, chat to you. Your entrepreneurial spirit shines. Ooh. Yes, it's through you in everything that you do. Holy dooly. Um, We would also like to wish you, uh, (laughs) you, Builders WA and the PropTech Hub, all the best for the future. Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me. And thanks for our sponsors. Startup West podcast is produced by the mighty Startup News and is made possible by support from Space Cube Coworking Spaces, the New Industries Fund, Curtin University, the City of Perth, RSM and Dinner Twist. And we recorded this podcast at Riff Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia. Don't forget to subscribe to Startup West on your favourite pod platform. Bookmark the Startup West website where all of our episodes are live. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Ash. See you guys. Legend. Thank you. Thank you.